1: You know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you.
2: Tonight, as America braces for an uncertain holiday season, the fears that Thanksgiving travel could intensify an already alarming surge of infections. States across the country see cases double in two weeks as the virus continues its uncontrollable spread. Los Angeles County considers a shutdown. One doctor's warning tonight.
0: I hope that the last moments of your life
3: don't look like this.
2: Plus, the CDC considers shortening the length of quarantine if you're exposed to the virus. Four million passengers pass through airport checkpoints since Friday, ignoring the warning to stay home. The new measures to keep travelers safe, including plexiglass and no-touch bag scanners. Plus, the Thanksgiving forecast. Will you be able to hold your Thanksgiving dinner outside? transition underway. President Trump signs off on sharing the official intelligence briefing with President-elect Joe Biden as the Biden national security team takes center stage.
4: America is back, ready to lead the world,
2: not retreat from it. Plus, the annual White House tradition of pardoning a Thanksgiving turkey. The Tale of Two Americas. As the Dow closes at a record high, there are 50 million Americans struggling to put food on the table, with food lines stretching for miles. And we'll introduce you to Daniel, a deli owner who wants to make sure no one goes hungry.
3: Like, these people need food now. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital.
2: Good evening. And thank you for joining us. Nora is off tonight. I'm Margaret Brennan. We're going to begin tonight with a nationwide scramble by millions to get home for the holiday and by public health officials to slow the staggering spread of the coronavirus. Tonight, CBS News has learned the CDC and White House Coronavirus Task Force are now considering shortening the recommended length of COVID quarantines. Not because of new research, but simply to get more people to follow the rules and stay home if they're exposed. Across the U.S. every week, new infections are accelerating faster than the week before. Tonight, Los Angeles County, home to 10 million people, is debating a strict new lockdown that could leave streets and restaurants empty. And L.A.'s mayor says cases are climbing so quickly in his city they'll be out of hospital beds by Christmas. Nationwide, things are even worse. A record-shattering 85,000 Americans are hospitalized with COVID-19 tonight. Doctors tell CBS News they are running low on help and running out of hope. And as Americans head into a holiday traditionally focused on filling up their plates, millions are now lining up at food pantries, just struggling to get enough to eat. We have a lot of new reporting for you and your family, and our correspondents are standing by to cover it all. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti is going to lead us off tonight in Los Angeles. Good evening, Jonathan.
5: Good evening, Margaret. And tonight, thousands of people across LA County are waiting in long lines to get tested for COVID. Here at this location, nearly 20% of those tested, we are told, tested positive. That is two in every 10 people. Just think about that. Meanwhile, this state, this city rather, could be on lockdown. Los Angeles considering how to contain the spread as coronavirus cases skyrocket across California. In-person dining in L.A. County has already been banned starting tomorrow. We
2: have 18 out that are positive.
5: A new federal report says more than 1,000 hospitals across the country are now critically short on staff. Hospitals like Stormont Vale in Topeka, Kansas. It's now filled to capacity with more than 100 COVID patients.
4: What's you know worrying to me is two weeks from
5: now, Thanksgiving, and having a lot of cases that will end up coming to us or to other hospitals and there is no beds. St. Louis ICU doctor Kenneth Remy made this video showing what a COVID patient's final moments are like before going on a ventilator. This is what it looks like when you breathe 40 times a minute. Was there a specific moment that prompted you to make this video? I've actually
0: called about 11 different families to let them know in the middle of the night that their loved one had unfortunately succumbed to COVID disease. That's one of the worst phone calls you could ever make.
5: Around the country, the numbers are staggering. There's nearly a 30% increase in COVID cases among children nationwide in the past two weeks alone. But severe illness in kids is still rare. In El Paso, Texas, there are now 14 mobile morgues as that city's death toll rises. And 27 people have died at a veteran's home in LaSalle, Illinois. The federal government says help is on the way. Today, Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar announced more than six million doses of Pfizer's vaccine could go out after it receives approval as early as December 10th.
6: We expect by the end of December to have enough vaccine to vaccinate those who are most vulnerable. By the end of January, we think we would have enough to vaccinate our senior citizens as well as our health care workers.
5: Marina Bersiago's husband, Paul, died earlier this month after battling coronavirus for four months. She has this message for those planning to attend holiday gatherings.
7: What if it's your last Thanksgiving with your loved one? Well, I would hate to be the one to make it the last Thanksgiving for my
1: loved one.
5: And CBS News has learned the CDC could reduce their recommended quarantine for those exposed from 14 days to as little as seven days. It would not affect those that have been infected and those traveling. Margaret.
2: Jonathan, thank you. Tens of millions of Americans are ignoring advice from health officials to stay home and not travel this Thanksgiving week. Despite the risk of COVID, CBS's Chris Van Cleve reports the holiday rush is in full swing tonight.
6: On our trip to the airport, flyer frustration collides with COVID fatigue right in front of us. Two passengers arguing about wearing a mask. This is Thanksgiving 2020. The skies over the U.S. are about as busy as last year, but passenger traffic is down nearly 60%. Over 4 million have passed through TSA checkpoints the most since March. AAA says up to 12 times that could decide to hit the road despite the CDC's warning to stay home.
3: You take those things into consideration, but at the same
6: time, I mean family's family and there's nothing that's going to stop me from seeing my family. Flyers will find TSA checkpoints with added COVID protections, Watch flexiglass better. barriers, officers in PPE, and new ID and bag scanners that reduce touch points. TSA Administrator David Pekoski.
4: There's fewer points of contact between a passenger and an officer. Additionally, it's much better security. I mean, every, every technology we put in place provides a significant security improvement.
6: With millions now working remotely, COVID may be changing when
4: people choose to fly, leaving well before the holiday and staying longer. We expect to see high numbers also next Sunday uh, and probably tomorrow. Do you think people should be traveling? I think people should look at all the advice that's out there. And then I think passengers need to make a judgment. Uh, Every person's circumstance is different. My job in TSA and my officer's job is to make sure that if you do choose to travel, we provide you as safe and secure an experience as we possibly can.
6: U.S. airlines have renewed their pleas for additional government support to weather the economic downturn because of the pandemic. More than 30,000 airline employees who were furloughed just about eight weeks ago could lose their health insurance by the end of the year if no help comes. Margaret.
2: Very tough situation. Thank you, Chris. Because of COVID, many families are hoping to move their Thanksgiving feast outdoors. But will the weather cooperate? CBS's Lonnie Quinn is tracking the holiday forecast. Lonnie, I hope you have good news.
3: But for some folks, I've got good news. For some folks, not so good. Because if it's cold, you can still be outside just put on a warm jacket. But if it's rainy, that's the problem. Now, right now, Margaret, when we look at the whole country, the problem is the midsection. Chicago picked up some snowflakes today. Right now, Oklahoma City was a severe thunderstorm watch until you know later tonight. That system is going to move east. So for tomorrow, we've got rain anywhere from Detroit over to Pittsburgh, all the way down to the panhandle of Florida. The problem is now Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving Day, that system is going to move into the northeast. All the big cities, anywhere from the Delmarva, all the up into New England, are going to be seeing rain on their Thanksgiving. That's not a good forecast. If you go south... The southern states look fine. There could be a few sprinkles along the Gulf Coast states, but you're fine with the skies overhead. Out west, maybe some mountain snows, but no big problems brewing. Temperatures, you're warm but wet in the northeast. You're going to be chillier, but with a clear sky out west. So hopefully some folks can be outside. It's a safer bet. Mark, let's go back to you.
2: Lonnie, thank you. Tonight, President-elect Biden says he wants to move quickly in working with the White House on getting a vaccine to the public. Now, that comes less than 24 hours after the Trump administration gave the green light for the transition to move ahead. Here's CBS's Nicole Killian.
4: America is back.
2: Flexing
1: diplomatic muscle, President-elect Joe Biden introduced the six socially distanced members of his foreign policy and national security teams.
4: And they'll tell me what I need to know,
1: not what I want to know. And Mr. Biden will now be up to speed on intelligence matters as President Trump finally signed off on sharing the presidential daily brief. The president-elect's national security team includes the first Latino nominee for Homeland Security Secretary, the first woman to lead the intelligence community, and the first climate envoy to have a seat on the National Security Council, former Secretary of State John Kerry, who vowed to rejoin the Paris Climate Accord.
4: You're right to rejoin Paris on day one, and you're right to recognize that Paris alone is not enough. The president-elect urged the
1: Senate to give his nominees a swift hearing, but some Republicans are already pushing back. On Twitter, Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton described Biden's picks as panda huggers who will only reinforce his instincts to go soft on China. While Florida Senator Marco Rubio criticized their Ivy League backgrounds, chiding they'll be orderly caretakers of America's decline.
4: I'm pleased to have received the ascertainment from GSA.
1: A day after the GSA approved a formal transition, Mr. Biden's team is in touch with all federal agencies and Dr. Anthony Fauci.
4: We're already working out, meeting with the COVID team in the White House and how to not only distribute, but get a, from a vaccine being distributed to a person able to get vaccinated.
1: Tonight, President-elect Biden told reporters he hasn't gotten intelligence briefings yet, but expects to start them on a regular basis.
2: And he said he would be willing to meet with President Trump if he asked. Margaret. Nicole Killian, thank you. Today, Nevada and Pennsylvania certified President-elect Biden as the winner in those states three weeks after the polls closed. President Trump still insists he will never concede, but behind the scenes, his aides are now cooperating in the transition. Here's CBS's Ben Tracy.
8: President Trump making a sudden and strange appearance in the briefing room the today to brag about the everybody. stock market.
4: The stock market's just broken 30,000, never been broken, that number
8: That's a sacred number. Walking out after just 64 seconds, again refusing to take any questions. The stock market is soaring on news that an official transition to President-elect Joe Biden is underway, and that he's expected to nominate former Fed Chief Janet Yellen for Treasury Secretary, proving President Trump's pre-election predictions wrong.
4: They got in, they would collapse. You'll have a crash the likes of which you've never seen before.
8: Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Nevada have now certified their elections for Biden, and the General Services Administration triggered the transition. But President Trump is still refusing to concede, declaring today the GSA does not determine who the next president of the United States will be. CBS News has learned the president's top lawyers and chief of staff, Mark Meadows, encouraged him to let the transition begin. In a memo, Meadows told White House staff that per transition protocol, they are not permitted to speak directly with Biden's transition team unless authorized. And President Trump today issuing his first pardon since losing the election. Of a very, very fortunate Turkey named Corn, He noticeably did not repeat what he said about a turkey named Carrots in 2018.
4: This was a fair election. Unfortunately, Carrots refused to concede and demanded a recount and we're still fighting with Carrots.
8: The Trump campaign keeps fighting despite no real path to victory. The recounts that it's demanded in Georgia and Wisconsin are now underway. But even if by some miracle, the results in those states are overturned, it is still not enough for President Trump to win the election. Margaret.
2: No viable path. Thank you very much, Ben Tracy. Today, Purdue Pharma pleaded guilty to criminal charges stemming from its role in the opioid crisis. The maker of OxyContin admitted to defrauding regulators and paying illegal kickbacks to doctors. Purdue agreed to pay up to $8.3 billion in its settlement with the Justice Department. Opioid overdoses have contributed to almost half a million U.S. deaths over the past two decades. We turn now to the growing struggle in America to feed our families. A survey by Feeding America found 40 percent of those who have sought food donations during the pandemic never had to do so before. Here's CBS's Maria Villarreal.
7: All right, y'all have a good Thanksgiving now. Out of work and out of food. I need turkey, I need meat. These massive giveaways in Denver, Miami, and Dallas have become the new lines of the times. It's crazy to see the love, you know, that we so desperately need. Beyond the holiday, Feeding America projects more than 50 million Americans will have faced hunger in 2020, up from around 35 million before the pandemic. I
3: hope you have a happy Thanksgiving.
7: The North Texas Food Bank's Erica Yeager says they're serving 10 million meals a month. History tells us that we can expect to see this elevated need for at least the next two years. Happy Thanksgiving, Schools like the Texas Can Academies are also helping hungry families. Loss of employment really hurt. Brandi Glasgow lost her home health care job during the pandemic and is scraping by as a seasonal worker for it. FedEx. As a mother, you never want your kids to see you uh, worry or panic. So it got a little hard and got a little questionable there. Did you have money in your bank account? No. In Texas, more than two million kids are expected to go hungry this year. A reality 17-year-old, Michael Glasgow, is now facing.
5: Right now I'm trying to uh, graduate and get a job, so that'll help like with the bills and stuff.
7: (laughs) It's a wake-up call for a generation coming of age in the midst of a pandemic. Mireya Villarreal, CBS News, Dallas.
2: Tonight, an alleged drug cartel boss is in custody in Mexico, charged in connection with the killing of nine members of a Mormon family with dual U.S.-Mexican citizenship. Roberto Gonzalez-Montes and two others are described by authorities as the masterminds of the attack, which happened in Mexico last November. Three women and six children in the LeBaron family were shot dead when gunmen opened fire on their vehicles. The Grammy nominations were announced today. Trevor Noah of The Daily Show will host music's biggest night. Beyonce leads the pack with nine nominations. And for the first time in Grammy history, all of the nominees for best rock performance and best country album are female artists or bands led by women. The Grammys air January 31st right here on CBS. For most Americans, Thanksgiving is Turkey Day, but a deli owner in Saratoga Springs, New York, is serving a different bird, and he wants to make sure no one is left out. Here's CBS's Nikki Batiste.
1: The smell of these freshly roasted chickens is almost as powerful as the joy they're bringing to families in need in upstate New York.
3: I feel like they're they're kind of like this forgotten middle class between... You know they're unemployed but they're not homeless they're hungry but they don't necessarily qualify for programs
1: after posting this on facebook last week deli owner daniel chesari says he's given away 100 chickens Why chickens and not turkeys
3: our deli is very small and we have one double decker oven so i can cook like 36 chickens at a time or i can cook like 12 turkeys (laughs) you know
1: Chasari, a single father, says the Delhi has always given leftover food to the homeless and offered free lunch to students when the pandemic hit in March. What is the message in what you're doing for everyone?
3: There's this tendency when there's a tragedy, or in this case, like the pandemic, um, to pull back in order to save money to survive, when it actually turns out that the more we give, the more we get back.
1: A good reminder in this season of thanks and giving. Nikki Batiste, CBS News,
2: New York. On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, the extreme challenge of running a restaurant during the pandemic and why so many owners are dreading the winter. If you can't watch live, don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. And that's tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Margaret Brennan here in Washington. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night.
0: If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wonderycom survey.
7: Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News Business Analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch Podcast